Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cinephiles Radio. I'm your host, Steve Pisa. Thank you so much for being here today. How's been your week? It's Chinese New Year's. Not a lot of people out there celebrating, unfortunately. A little bit of an epidemic going around in the world right now called the uh, coronavirus. So people just don't want to go out and and, uh, be in large groups, unfortunately. But uh, I hope you had a great year. This is the Lunar New Year today. Or yesterday. I hope you had a, a great year. Year of the Rat. We have the great Alvin Singh on today, actor, stunt actor, choreographer. Can't wait to talk to him today. I've worked with him in the past. He's a fantastic human being. Very articulate. Can't wait to talk to him. So I'm going to say again to everybody else, if you you want to call in, give us a call here at 515-602-9609. We have a nice large crowd out today. Thank you so much for joining us. Please, why don't you write down in, in the messages below inside the inside the cyberspace. Let me know what your favorite movie was this year. I'm going to ask Alvin in about 15 seconds what his, what his favorite movie of the year was. But what was your favorite movie of the year? Let's bring Alvin on right now. Alvin? Hi, I'm here. Alvin, hey. Hi, How you doing, big guy? Oh, we, got, we had a crowd there for you. Oh. Look at that. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was watching Saturday Night Live. <laughs> and it was such a great episode. It had the devil in one part, and they were like, um, "Do you mind if you're on my podcast?" That's what the devil said. The guy goes, "You have a podcast?" He goes, "No, no, we created those." <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I thought that was really funny. I I was going to do an interview with you today. So how are you doing, Alvin? You know, I've known you for for a, a little bit of a while. Uh, always a kind person on set. Always a nice person on set. How have you been? I'm good. Yeah. Um... Just moved into a new house in Adair Heights, so I'm just kind of grounding here and setting it all up, you know, training oh, space wonderful. and like chill vinyl lounge, you know, got right. the, the mood right. <laughs> right. But you weren't originally from from this part of town. You're originally from Cupertino yeah. in San Jose, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually from the Bay Area, and uh, I was born in San Jose, and then. Um, around high school, I moved to Silicon Valley. Oh, really? I'm a huge fan of San Jose myself. My, my brother went to the San Francisco University. I've always loved that part. And we had mm. Trisha Bird on two weeks ago, and she actually grew up near you. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, San Jose is uh, a quaint little town. I'm, I'm, I, I have my, uh, my childhood uh, there, you know, and um, – yeah. There's not, there's not, there's not too much compared to LA to to do, right. but there's definitely opportunities uh, for work and uh, technology. I definitely think it's far enough of a place to where you want to move to LA if you if you're in this kind of field. I mean, it's just far 100%. enough. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So tell San me. Francisco, I, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, San Francisco. You know, coming up or trying to find my way in the the industry is just. 
you know, some commercials, some some print ad things, but right. n- not the kind of opportunities that you know you, you can you can find in Los Angeles, obviously. Right, right. Well, you want you know I don't know how long you've been wanting to act, but you you definitely started martial arts at, at quite a young age, right? Yeah, I was about eleven when I started formally doing martial arts. I I, right. I feel like as a child, like three years old to like nine years old, I was like yeah. believing that I was doing martial arts. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, but like still like figuring out like all the the uh, permutations of like how each limb works you know right right and, uh, but yeah formally <laughs> formally entered a martial arts uh studio probably 11 i've watched your training sessions a, a lot and I, I always try to place your style is, is it sort of a choily foot style that you train um uh, actually funny my first my, my first martial arts school was um it was just southern kung fu yeah i mean charlie's fight was like kind of in in that house but um right he was he was taking a lot more like compulsory forms and also just some Mm. traditional forms weapons and like animal style stuff like that but like he actually taught at a he taught at a, a west coast taekwondo school right um before he had his own school so he kind of like adopted their curriculum a bit to kind of sure. like amalgamate the forms to be a bit more digestible, I guess, to right. uh, a little more know, popular. Demographic. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Right. So actually, uh, it was at first I was like, Oh, this is semi bastardized, you know, and all right. that when I kind of started finding out, finding that out. But then, it actually benefited me later because he incorporated like Taekwondo kicks and, and stuff like, like some footwork things that helped me out like as a stunt performer, as a stunt choreographer, it sure. kind of blend, blended it as a, as a base. So. Well, for some I, people, for some yeah. people, they land into the stunt industry because of, of, of what, where they go to. And some people find it later on, which one was it for you? Um, I I had lofty dreams of I mean what is what is lofty really because you know any 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 dream is is valid any dream is lofty I, yes <laughs> any dream can be lofty and, and yeah. totally valid so right so yeah I wanted to as a you know as a young younger man I wanted to be the star you know and right be the the main guy and that's that's pretty common I feel in terms of young martial artists you know open a school or you know pursue martial arts on camera is right. pretty much the two things, you know, or become a teacher in some way or, you know, um, sure. and like, I, I tried to escape being a teacher for the longest time, but I, I find that the, the longer you live in the martial arts world, it's kind of like your responsibility to, to give back and to have, see people that like, you know, ask for, for help and, and, um, yeah be the teacher that you always wanted, you know? Sure. Sure. I came from the opposite uh, world where I taught for 30 years and then, I, then I started leaking into the Hollywood world and uh, that, that's certainly a different path. And, and I, w- I would say it's a little bit, a m- little bit more kind of a wonky way to get in there because there is an advantage right. to knowing people. Let me ask you a question. When, when, do, when you were doing martial arts before, when you were young, did it start to fit mm-hmm. into you that this is, I'm good at this. Listen, I'm good at this. When did that kick in? 
Yeah, that's a, that's a great question because I, mean, I feel like a lot of um, martial artists that do take it really seriously, they they have the, the white belt mentality, which is right. You know, if, if people haven't heard of that, it's like forever a mm-hmm. student, right? So Right. So you're kind of like, uh, and, and humility is such a big deal in martial arts and in the stunt world and in, in the film world. Um, that like you're always kind of like oh I could be better I could be you know what I mean like so right. it was it, for me it was hard to land on like oh like I am good um, hmm. and so I, I I feel like that was you know a more recent development in in terms of right. like how long I've been alive maybe the last twelve years last fifteen years of like I, I was doing martial arts for a long time and always seeing people that right. were better than me and wanting to get right. there and, and looking and looking and learning a different techniques that like, I don't know. And so I'm like, Oh, right. I'm, I'm nowhere near good, you know, good enough. Right. Another part of that is having, you know, high standards for yourself and, and, and not being afraid of, uh, you know, the, the, the suffering that, it, that you right. go through for, for the, the typical suffering that you go through, for, you know, trying to become a better version of yourself. Sure. But uh, yeah, probably like when I was, just before coming out to, to Los Angeles, I was playing with the idea that I, I was good enough, you know what I mean? Like, it <laughs> me to, to come out to, to Los Angeles to, uh, to pursue that because... Right. Yeah, you, you, I mean, there's, you a, there's a balance. You have to something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's a, there's a, there's a balance between, you know, uh, confidence and arrogance, right? So right, I, right. I, I feel like that's, that's a fine line you, you, you play with out here. And... Um, <laughs> And yeah, that, that that the confidence for sure had a big part in in um, coming out to LA. Also, I, I find that like in Los Angeles, it's a lot of people that were like, you know, the 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 young like hot shot in their town, you know, and they wanted sure. to like show the world that they, you know, their gift. Yeah. Right, that they're a bigger and fish so than I, they actually are. Yeah, yeah, and then and then and then you come here, and then you find out, oh my God, I know nothing, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're on the bottom again, and you got to climb your way to the, you know, to the middle of the totem. I know. Los Angeles, is, Los Angeles is one of those tricky places where you can come from anywhere in the world, come back here. I'm like, I want to shut this whole thing down. Just Everybody shut this down. <laughs> I, I don't know why yeah. everybody looks like a model, and everybody's like an expert in everything. Yeah, and it, 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 it kind of takes uh, – I feel like that is makes L.A. – so special because it's just right. like the beacon, you know, and same with New York and London and Tokyo and all that. But, um, just cause we're here. Um, yeah, that, that's beautiful, but also it gives LA like a certain AI quality where it's like, Oh, like you're not actually all from here. These, these trees are all actually transplanted. They're like, right. But, you know, like the, it, it, there's a, there's a search that goes on here for me at least that, to, to find the authenticity, to, to search for, you know, real learning and like, not just like martial arts, but like inner work and all that stuff right. to like kind of cut through the, the veil of Los Angeles, you know? Sure. Well, you, you're 11 years old in, in, in Cupertino in San Jose. You're about to take mm-hmm. martial arts. How did, how's your family feel about this, your mother and your father? Did, were they encouraging you the entire way to, like, take a discipline, or were they more of, you know, just do your own thing? Yeah, um, 
Well, I was 11, so granted, they, they were paying for those classes. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was I was forced to play instruments and swim and ski. And I, I, I mean, obviously thankful for that, for, you know, for those skills or actually sure. just having intro- introductions to those skills to be able to learn them better now, uh, right. further, further learning. But uh, yeah, I was forced to do a lot of those things. And I was a pretty like rebellious child and I, I didn't want, I didn't want to do any of that stuff because they were making right. me do it. And, but obviously, obviously that's like, you know, for the piano players and the violin players and the swimmers, <laughs> right. that's cool. You know, like that's like, yes. that's all respectable things. You know, I just you know, like, <laughs> Alvin, I'll tell I, you I this. <laughs> Anybody's growing up with Asian parents. My, my mother's Japanese. It knows, yeah. knows this story. Of oh, yeah. having to take piano and having to take you know it's it's incredible yeah. hearing it yet again from your voice it's hilarious. But what but what gifts that they've given us you know it, it's <laughs> yes. I think it's just the the approach and as a, as dealing with a kid that doesn't you know wants to just like play and stuff like that's a huge right. part of being a kid playing and like hanging out and doing all the you know outside stuff but yeah those skills really like upped my game just as like a, a utility of a, as being a person you know. Right, but um, but martial arts was something that me and my brother found, you know, just through film and television and comics and and um, it was a natural. It felt a natural way of moving my mm-hmm. body and expressing myself. And I, I mean, I can articulate that now, but back then it, it was just like uh, it was a knowing. It was it was like my first like when you f- fall in love with a girl and and you're just like I know. You know, right. that, that was, that was like my first love. I just, I found, I found it. And then or we found it, my brother and I, and he was That's actually incredible. the one who we were at a Taekwondo school first and we were kicking pads as kind of like the introductory class. And I was like, yeah, I can do all the kicks. I feel really good doing it. And then he is like, not it. This, is, this isn't it. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? We're like, right. we're just like kicking and like the, the paddle sounds so good. When you kick it feels so right. good. So satisfying. And he was like, what's that? So satisfying. It's so satisfying. It's so satisfying, right? But he was like, this isn't it. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, that's not what we saw. <laughs> and then, oh, I get uh, what he's saying. Like, I get what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, my brother's, like, you know, uh, almost four years older. So I was 11. He was, like, you know, 14 or 15. So he was, like, he's, like, you know, a bit more, like, Okay, yeah, like you're 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 like eleven. You just like want to like freak out and like hit stuff, you know. Like you don't you don't exactly know like the the shapes that were being created, and so we like searched for like another school, and then there happened to be a kung fu school. And I remember we we were just sitting, and then they did all right, like let's do like forms, and then like uh, just sitting on the side watching, you know, and and then like both of us just like yeah, that's it. This this is the one. What was the question? <laughs> Alvin, Alvin, I lost you, bro. <laughs> I think not only was Chinese New Year's canceled, but also the internet for five seconds. Oh, okay. Here we go. So yeah, we're back. We're back now. So we're, ta- we're talking about your brother and your brother being four years older than you and how he said, this is not it. Right, right. So, so then we go to, a, we find a, 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 that Kung Fu school I was telling you about. Right, the, the and, Southern uh, style. Yeah, Southern style guy. So then, 
then we're just watching them do forms on the side, you know, kind of still like the introductory class. And uh, we were both just like, this is the one. This is it. Nice. Nice. It's great to feel uh, that you're part of something greater than you. And it's so satisfying to find the right school and the right people that can influence you the way that you want to be. Completely. Now, what what took you from that moment on, from being 11 to to growing up? And you had a four-year-old brother. I mean, he must have influenced you all over the place with media and music and all kinds of things. Was there any influence on you becoming an actor or a stunt actor along the way or a choreographer? And that those are those are large leaps. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I I never really considered them leaps, but yeah, um, that's a, yeah. that's a great perspective. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I I mean, I was always enamored by film and uh, totally felt immersed by worlds that you know the director and producer and the whole team like that that it takes and and never not really thinking about that like production side of it and the art of it but just the 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 feeling that i would get from from being in a film or from watching a film and uh like how long lasting like the movies that i love uh, affected me for and, and to think about them, you know, as, as uh, like 12 or 13 and, and like watching like fight club, you know, and, and, and like thinking about right. it and not really having that many people to talk about it with, like, and, and maybe not even knowing how to talk about it on a deeper level until I, you know, rewatched it millions of times sure. uh, and find, finding deeper understanding, you know, of, of many films that I, that I watch over and over and own. And, um, but yeah, like that feeling was, was initially what led me to be drawn to uh, being involved in making it in some aspect, making a film in some aspect. And, and I think the, the, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to have a negative connotation, but a very typical, uh, right. you know, route of going to, I want to be an actor because that right. looks like the most fun job of, of the job, you know? Sure. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, and like the most glamorous or the most like uh, you right. know people that don't, like people see that and you know uh, congratulate you or whatever and that's not right. what you think when you're young but it's just like I want to be the guy you know right or the girl and right so uh, so that played a huge role on me and I would I remember I was like watch movies so many times memorize lines like say them back all the time and just like while eating breakfast and stuff and it became like a normal thing uh, in the house of just like me like spouting <laughs> like lines of like movies everywhere. And um, as, a, but, as a young as a young man, you, you'd be doing this. No, oh, yeah, I, I mean, and, and for myself too, for some, I would I would watch films, and I mean, films are now that I can express myself like like fully right. with language, like not when I was you know not back then, but like sure. now I, I, I realize that people you know take their own stories and their own lives and their own experiences and things that they've learned to to put into a film, and they they take you know, other ideas and other people's uh, uh, experiences that have been written about or whatever to like put into their own experience to like heighten sure. their story and all that. So like all these things I'm watching are, are um, you know, inner truths that I've, that I've identified with. And someone that wrote that monologue probably felt that way, you know, about something or one at some point and like, in, like infusing it into 
uh, you know, the dialogue and all that, those, those feelings right. and, and all that, like, inspired me to to want to be, uh, you want to perform and express in that way. Well, it's very, it's very and, interesting that you mentioned Fight Club because if I were to describe your style, it would be yeah. Brad Pitt from Fight Club. Really? My yeah. style, you, huh? Like your style, <laughs> your style is... The leather jacket, the glasses, the cool attitude, <laughs> the the, fr- the front of the back. That's exactly how I. <laughs> That's you want the front or the back? We can't actually say that line, but yeah. Um, yeah, we can't say that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny because because uh, that movie is about you know, at one hand duality and one right. hand fragmentation. And another hand, um, wholeness, because right. he, he's trying to find him his true identity, which he, which he has to fragment in order to right. understand himself at that point in his life. And uh, right. it was and, almost like uh, becoming yeah. schiz. It was almost like being schizophrenic to figure out what your illness was. Exactly, and it comes all the way back around when he, like you know, semi metaphorically kills himself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like. Cool. So you're a stu- like you so you're a studier I, that, of film. That style, <laughs> that style uh, actually, I mean, to try to tangent into like fashion, yeah. but. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I'm telling you, I, the one st- I, I thought I thought it was hilarious that you mentioned Fight Club, and I'm like, because that's the style I've always seen you as. And when I met you several times, you definitely have that kind of Brad Pittish attitude of like just somebody's cool. Somebody who's there, it's not a big deal. He's not the guy's not going to interrupt you. He's right there. <laughs> right. That's, that's why I've always liked you. It's just I'm, very nice. I'm going for I'm going for the the end uh, Edward Norton uh, version of me now, which is the whole version of me, of myself. <laughs> but, uh, well, you know, the, but yeah, I respect I, I respect that. I respect that. that, that I'll ask that, I'll ask that question later on because I'm pretty sure you needed to be a little aggressive with the Brad Pitt style very much earlier in your life, but. Uh, you know, later on in your life, I'm pretty sure it's got to be more introspective. But let's talk about the first time you, you, you worked on a film out here in Los Angeles. What was the first gig you got out here that was kind of kind of caught you off guard or, or you were happy about? Uh, let's see. Um, I, I see mean, Detective Story you worked on. So that was that was your first project out here. Um, Detective Story was actually still in San Francisco. I did about three oh. films for this group called Stunt People, which is... Uh, led by Eric Jacobus, um, a, okay. a mentor and fine performer, like really knows his stuff, editing and right. and and uh, directing and choreography and his film, uh, Asian and American film history. He's got he's 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 super well rounded. I was really lucky to find uh, one of the members just threw something out. Like I was hunting like a madman, like on um, Craigslist. For jobs and um right just doing everything i could driving around you know and i actually ended up doing uh i auditioned for him and then he was like oh cool you can move I'm like put you in i did like detective story a little tiny little thing then i I'm like oh okay like let's, let's like put you do a little bit more next one right. was um was uh nets which is like a 40 30 40 minute film they did all over san francisco and like emeryville and then it was then then he asked me to play a part in um, Death Grip, all still filmed in the Bay Area, and then from nice. that actually, uh, he got contacted 
um, uh, 87 11 contacted him to choreograph a knife fight. We did a knife fight in Death Grip. And um, so they were like, oh, that was a really cool knife fight. Like, how did you guys choreograph that? And then so that they invited Eric to 87 11. He was like, well, I want to bring uh, the guy that I did it with just to have like a right. partner. And he was like, yeah, no problem. So we went there. And then uh, that probably was the most shocking one because I didn't know about um, choreography houses, especially like one of that stature. Um, right. Uh, you know, having, having been involved in like many uh, game changing films, including like Matrix and all that, you know, so. Sure. Uh, that was incredibly uh, kind I, of him to bring, to bring you to that interview. He, oh, completely. He, he, he called me. He was like, this is what's up. And yeah. And he, yeah, he could have totally went alone and, and done all of that by himself. And sure. You know, I, I'm, I'm so grateful that I was able to go to that and attend I, yeah. that, that whole, that whole uh, experience. I can see why you. But, um, I can see why you call him a mentor. That that's that's very. Those are very important steps to get to where you need to be. Yes, and without that, like, I'm sure I I, I could have landed here in another way, a roundabout way. But that was for sure uh, um, a life changing moment. Yeah, I went right. there and I I was in the facility and saw the posters and was like, I don't know anything like I, it, it made me feel it made me feel not like small but like it made, I, I felt my potential you know like right. I felt like oh th- this is where I I actually am uh in terms of like knowing knowing the uh, the craft you know right of, of even of even displaying martial arts on camera like you can't just be good at martial arts there's like a whole nother side of it many other sides of it of understanding to, to be able to display your, your gift, like, um, concisely sure, and, uh, and like yeah. apparently on camera, you know? Well, let me ask you a question, you know, before we go any, any further, you know, I, I, I grew up in a different generation than you and it was kind of hard to see your people that look like us on screen. Yeah. But you grew up in a different generation mm-hmm. where there are lots of people who look like us now. Did that influence yeah. you at all in your acting career? Was there anybody that you looked up to on film that was like, okay, there's somebody who's like me? Um, you know, I don't, I don't ever really think of it like that when I was growing up because, in a, in a, uh, it was different. a large way, in a large way, yeah, I, I actually like pushed the Asian culture aside from trying to integrate with my American friends. Sure. And I mean, I had a huge Asian uh, population, a demographic in my school that was actually primarily like Chinese and Korean. And uh, I, I was kind of yeah. a nomad. I like roamed around all different circles and stuff. But like my like, hey, my hey. like, yeah. <laughs> hey, Alan, do you, do, you have, do you have one of those fresh off the boat stories where you traded your food for white people food? And then you ate their food, and you're like, you're, <laughs> you're like, what did I just do? What did I just do? Like, how much mayonnaise can you put on a sandwich? I did. I remember the first time I ate bologna. I was like, whoa. Like, <laughs> what I did bologna, I do? You know? And I was like, I like this, though. <laughs> I'm not getting any of this. 
I gave chorizo to a kid in kindergarten, and he gave me his over mayonnaise turkey sandwich, and I thought to, I thought I was gonna die. I thought I was gonna die. I'm like, what is this? Are you? This is what you guys eat on a daily basis. <laughs> I just want to know it's just funny, like, because like you can you can see like the like I I, I did the trade. I had done the trade, and like yeah. most people's faces like changing. Like, what what is this? You know? And, and uh, it's like like oh, this is like your family's idea of like lunch, and then it's like this is your family's idea of lunch. <laughs> you know, you both look at each other like, oh my god, we are a little yeah. different, aren't we? <laughs> But then also so, so, like, oh, we're, but also like we're the same because we both yeah. are like, oh, like this is good. <laughs> we don't we don't want the same food all the time. It's pretty much what you're saying to each other. It's like please let's trade off. So, so you, you went to a school that, that that was very integrated. So you you had a nice integrated study in there. You come off from San Francisco. Now, when's that titular point where you where you talk to your mentor or you talk to anybody and go, you know, I think I'm going to move to L.A. I think L.A. is the spot where I want to be. Um, I have my, my brother went to UCLA and, um, had actually done like an episode of NCIS or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like Gary Denise, like threw him on an Aikido studio and, uh, really? <laughs> really? Or something like that. And then, so like, I had a lot of friends like from Wushu that like ended up in stunts or were, were, you know, make, making their way. Right. So it wasn't like a like a, oh like I should go do stunts. It was it, it was like oh it was always in the background kind of like oh that's like actually a real job. Like I <laughs> I, I you know I can I, I I could go do that yeah. but like ah oh, like I'm like what if I fail or I'm gonna be poor for a long time or um I don't know all those stories you know right and um, and, um after the eighty. 80- 7-Eleven thing, I was like, well, I made it. I'm just going to, I'm all I got to do is move down now and I'll just start working. <laughs> <laughs> and, that was and, naive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's adorable now, but uh, it's adorable. <laughs> it's very cute. But yeah. So yeah. And like, what a, what a, what a, uh, what a great like LA welcoming, you know? So, okay. Yeah. So I, so I, from that, you know, I mean, but really what it did for me was it, it made me, you know, like you're saying about the confidence earlier was like, right. Oh, if I can like operate in this, in this uh, world, you know, here, I, I could, uh, you know, I could give it a shot. And, you know, I feel like giving it a shot at, at this point was like, was like the main, the main target for me. It was like, uh, okay, well I, I, it's like now been like kind of semi vouched for that. Like, uh, you know, I can create something that's appealing and I, and I, and I performed those ideas well enough to, to, you know, for someone to invite. So I'm going to like give it a shot. And that was pretty, pretty much like after that job, I, I was like, I'm going to do it. And if I fail, like I can always like come back and do other stuff, you know? Well, you know, your your resume goes from, you know, beginning to really high up really fast. And I don't really want to get there right now. But I do, I do want to discuss something that we talked about earlier on about Fight Club and how you want to be more of the other character. Now, the other character is a yeah. lot more, right? The other character is a lot more likable. Now, this is the question I want to ask you. What do you think is a good quality or one of the 
main qualities that is needed to be on a set? Is it like likability, communication? Because the Brad Pitt character, I don't think could could really have handled a, a movie set, like in real life, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? I don't think he could have handled that. I, I, he would have made a mistake. He would have said something weird, something would have or, or gone off with a woman. Something would have gone off. But the other character would definitely have stayed and, and been there and been a very polite character on study. What do you think is one of the necessary components to being somebody that people want to spend 12 to 16 hours with? Uh, I ask you a question. I, I, I feel like they're obviously like um, your skill is, yeah, I guess your skill isn't necessarily number one on the list. Of, of things to to list off for someone that you want to spend that many hours with. Cause like you can right. be like pretty me- mediocre of a performer, but like have like a lot of other qualities that, that, that help out. And right. I think that skill skill is the, is, is the number one thing that you notice where you can be like, okay, well he's going to do the job, you know, correctly. And that's, that's like pretty top on the list to, 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 to be all together for a project like you're gonna someone's gonna be doing delegated a job whether it be on or off camera you know stunts or not stunts right but um yeah aside from that i think um relatability just um right not not like there's like unspoken etiquette things that you just see social social um agility this um Social agility. Uh, now that is a great yeah. word. Social agility. <laughs> that is a really way, great way of saying that, by the way. I've never heard another person say that. Social agility. <laughs> I'm going to write that down and steal it. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you know, just like the, the skill and the recognition of like when it's time to be quiet, when it's time to, to, you know, give, give ideas and everyone's putting ideas out and, uh, when it's time to help, when it's time to, you know, like, I feel like I was talking to my friend Emma the other day about uh, taking your turn in the light. So, like, the, the, the I guess the, the debate, not the debate, but the discussion was like, oh, well, like, everyone has a shine, you know? Right. Um, but uh, sometimes you... Everyone, yeah, everyone, yes, everyone can shine at the same time. But sometimes right. you've got to help someone else's shine over your own because that's their turn in the light. You know what I'm saying? Like the, this Absolutely. guy right now is going gonna, is gonna to do this, uh, you know, jump off of the balcony. He's, got, he's on a wire and everything. We've got this, like, all the paths are, are, are laid out. and Everyone's like hands on deck, you know what I mean? Like. We're we're helping this guy shine, you know, and uh, or like the actor. I'm I'm I teach the actor um, how to do some yeah some Charlie Futt move. You know what I mean? And, and right, I say, sure. I, I tell I, I tell him where Charlie Futt came from, and I tell him that your guy actually spent time in China, in, like uh, farming, uh, so like he might have learned these techniques, and then da 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 da. It forms his character. I'm not actually going on the camera and, 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 and like doing it, but I'm right. helping this person shine, you know? So, hmm. um, I, I think that like recognizing that, like, Oh, like it's your, it's your time. It's your turn to talk. 
and I'm not going to talk over you. Or it's your, it's your um, uh, turn to do this stunt. I will bring the pad for you because I know you need to get in the headspace, and I know you, you have to like go and do stretches and put your put your elbow pads on or whatever. Right. So I'm going to go and and bring out the rehearsal stuff for you so you can like get in your zone. I can um, see why people that. like you. I can see why people like you as a choreographer. Absolutely. And then and then also I think just a natural knack for uh, quick witted humor, you know, mm-hmm. like sure. That's also, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think laughter, I watched this thing on negotiations the other day and um, hostage negotiation. And he said like peppering in a little levity actually uh, sparks the mind to work better 31%. And so, um, right. You know, approaching people with smiles and, 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 and creating a general like light atmosphere, even in heavy times, like, Everyone's going to be more open-minded, 31%. You know, everyone's going to be right. more uh, uh, um, just liquid, you know, like 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 less resistance. Right. And, uh, you know, I've, and, I've uh, asked this yeah. question for – I've asked this question for seven seasons. I've, I've sincerely never had anybody answer, first of all, so articulately and so, so long on, on, on all the quality <laughs> it takes. I mean, these are amazing tips for a lot of people that are listening. We have 1,300 people listening right now. So they right. want they want yeah. to know how can I how can I be Alvin? I mean Alvin is kind. He's he's uh, a little precocious sometimes. He's he's uh, a great worker. He's a solid worker. He's he's a lot of things. He's he, he's got a great sense of humor. And now you're telling him all the things it takes to be on set and how to stay on set and get paid the, the, the proper way. Yeah, um, I think they're important important qualities and like. If you're not naturally one of these qualities, like you, you don't, you don't need to like change who you are to like fit in, fit into what what you you know might believe you need to be to to be working on. You could be a really quiet person and just kill it at uh, you know the Arabian off the balcony, you know. And you're like, right. like number one is I feel like above all, like the 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 idea of a shortcut is like there's a story that we write about working really hard to get what you deserve, you know. And I don't, right. and I don't necessarily believe that that it takes suffering and 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 not hard work, but like suffering, you know, in that way to then deserve something. But yeah, you should, the, the balance of that story being released and also the, the the story of yes i'm willing to do the hard work whatever it does take to get there and i i i marry those two ideas into into to how to be just like a person you know or to get right. like up to achieve something and um and yeah like uh you could be the quietest guy ever and just smash <laughs> the giant like front flip like off the bridge you know what i mean right so like you, there's not there's not like a formula, but, it, but from what I found from people that I like to be on set with is you know banter, and right. uh, uh, but like insightful banter, not like no no names, no you know, no places. But I mean yeah, of course names and places all day in Hollywood. But, but like sure. you can talk, I you can talk about ideas and concepts like. That's like a that's a higher level of relating than like gossip. Gossip is like the lowest frequency of relating, I believe. Right. Go- I, I would say gossiping is poison on a set. 
Yeah, and, and it's and it's like a parasite, which we can also yeah. segue into into that film later. But uh, sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I haven't seen it, but I can. I know it's you fantastic. That. I, I know you I, wanted to ask me the best film I've seen all year, and we can, we can, we'll get to that too. So I'm excited we'll get to about that. Later. that. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, these qualities are just uh, are not things you need to search for. You know, you, you can you can amplify what is good about you already, and and right. and that's that's good you, enough. You know, you can be you, and you can shine without. Dimmering, dimming anybody else's shine and, and their progress as well is what you're saying. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that, that you know, th- that's a great answer. And uh, social agility is, is, I would say that is one of the most important things, having the ability to really read the room and uh, know, know yeah. when to talk, know when to talk. Just like you said, that, those are really great moments there. Now, you, now you started to work on, after NCIS, you started to work on Daredevil. Now that was a Netflix yeah. and a Marvel show. Now that's those are high tech shows. Not a lot of people get into those rooms. How was that set like? Those sets. I mean, as a performer, a lot of times, uh, it. I find that you can do your job better when you don't. Uh, when you're not in the, those rooms, you know and. And right. as a performer, you're not you're not really allowed into those rooms, you know. Uh, right. For, for like the, the creative aspect, like the creative is is um, you can throw out your ideas when it comes time to like fill your spot. Uh, right. I can do this. I can do this better. I think if I do this, okay, then we kind of agree. But in terms of like the scene and the and the <clears throat> the um, blocking and the and the main plot points of the scene, like. Right. I don't have anything to do with that, really, you know, until, right. until like Luke Cage. So. Oh, really? Like, when I when I saw the when I saw the Daredevil episode, you were you were coming through the staircase. It was that part of the episode, right? It was it was um, that whole big staircase thing, kind of like um, a Tony Jaws film, where it was just one take and it was constantly going down. Right, the right, right, right. That, I, I was not in that scene actually. That that was an okay. amazing scene. Um, yeah. A lot of good, good performers and and. And uh, thought out camera work. That was that, that was a beautiful right. scene. I was I was yeah. actually in the train the train fight scene uh, outside ah. the train in the, in the train station, and then I was then I was in uh, I was a ninja in the fight in that like broken down like building, and that kind of led into like a chase with the car and stuff. Yep, yep. Know the scene. <laughs> Yeah, I know the scene. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. So you 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 started to coordinate for for Luke Cage. So in, in Daredevil, you didn't really have a choice, but in, in Luke Cage, you did have options. Yeah, Luke Cage uh, um, was uh, changed my life. I went back to New York, uh, stayed there for a little under a year, and um, yeah, that's that's when I was like building scenes and. Uh, choreographing with uh, teaching actors and um, doing that whole bit and yeah and, and in that uh, job title you get to have a more of a say and um, well I want to do this and oh, okay he can't punch people in the face because their heads will explode it's like okay well <laughs> if I what if I, you know what I mean like, I get to be in the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, I get okay, it and then like but, but then the restraints really are what allow you to, to paint a, a more beautiful picture because um, go, really? go, uh, 
go do anything. Go uh, make cook me anything. They're like, what? Like Thai? Like uh, you know, <laughs> right. like American fare? Like I don't know. But then it's like, okay, only use cilantro. Only use like this, this, and this, and see what you can make. And it's like, oh, then it's like you get oh, a you get a grasp of like the world. So then you can like play more. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, if, you have, if you have a better understanding of the restrictions, it's much easier to make, make a game plan. Yeah, and, and how counterintuitive that is, right? But, but it always – No, it makes sense. Kind of, kind of no, it way. makes sense. How, how, how was that? Luke Cage was a, sincerely a, a brilliant show. I, I love Daredevil, but Luke Cage was actually one of my favorite comic books was Luke Cage and Iron Fist. So I couldn't wait for yeah those were that was my when he used to have the headband the fro and and the and, and the big ball in his hand <laughs> I mean he was the man and then when you have Iron Fist right there that can just punch light you and just send you into a thousand years behind you it's, it was incredible so I couldn't wait to watch Luke Cage I love the the music of the show I watch I love the actors of the show I love the action of the show. Uh, that show was to me was was top of the line, right? I would say Daredevil for most people would be number one, and Luke Cage probably number two. But you know, everybody has their own opinion, right? Yeah, great. Yeah, I received that compliment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that 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 it, that it did a wonderful job bringing those characters to life, and I think it was like the first, I mean, at the time, like that that action and. Um, that style of, of filmmaking to be to be put into a, a television show was revolutionary. Yeah, it was fantastic. It, it, the music as well, and, and being an old black cast and, and showing really what that world is like, and, and really paying respect to the gravity of, of, of like some of the <clears throat> gangsters from like let's just because when I, when we write films like 1917, 1923, like the, the gangsters were way different than they are today. And we watch these films. A lot of people just they, they don't know how to they don't know how to portray these gangsters. But when I watched Luke Cage, I'm like, yep, that's it. That that's that's the way it works. And the fighting scenes were fantastic. So which which episodes did you work on? I did the whole I did the whole second season. Um, you did the entire second season. Yeah, I, just, I, I we we choreographed all that in uh, in Greenpoint and uh, in Brooklyn. Right. And we shot all over all over Brooklyn and Harlem and. and yeah, all over, like all over Manhattan. I can I can see how that can change your life really fast. I mean, sincerely, it's it's one of my favorite shows there on Netflix, right there. It's actually my number one over Daredevil personally, and I love Daredevil. But so wow, you worked on that section. Yeah, that that's just my personal opinion. Anybody else could have their own personal opinion. I collected Daredevil <laughs> yeah, yeah. comic books. It has, I collected Daredevil comic books as a child, but it was always mm-hmm. Luke Cage and Iron Fist that always pulled me more towards what I wanted because they were more martial arts. They're they're a bit more rustic a little more street a little bit more they're leading more into the defenders which which later on were right. the light avengers so right so how did it feel like to to finally hit that 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 new step in your life of being really in charge of something and if you screw up your name's on it right yeah and all of that was a daunting proposal to me because i know that i was not the top of the list to to go choreograph that show um because there's well there's a well of of people that have uh more knowledge than me and and more experience than me at the time to go and and help on that show right but uh for for whatever reason you know um 
fatefully I ended on uh, up on that show and <clears throat> it it changed my life in terms of uh really getting experience on how this job works or as being a a choreographer and um and still a performer you know having a, still having a hunger to to perform as well um but really yeah just to 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 be presented with the opportunity I wanted to say like to be tested almost but like really no it's, I, I was given an opportunity to show right. um, or to show myself that I could do this this style of work uh, under like a smaller umbrella under a bigger umbrella of you know the film industry and, and this sure. like niche little, little, little world that I was finding that I was uh, I was meshing really well and getting more and more uh granule granule into the the fine workings of stunts martial arts you know camera work film filmmaking uh the filmmaking blend with uh sure. martial arts and, well you're working and, with uh, some very you're working for some with some very high level people uh, a huge really a, a big budget a great company that's starting to grow even larger netflix you, you have mm-hmm. everything. In, you have everything in front of you. Was there ever a time where you you felt like I want to run, like I want to just run out of here? <laughs> like like if I ran right now, would anybody follow me? Was there ever any time a moment that you had that in your brain? Yeah, I I have had that, and not not particularly on that job or yeah. because of that job. Because actually that right. job changed the standard of my living and it and it changed um the way that i even perceive myself and really uh, and, and now, perceive let's, let's, let's stop the right work. there how did it help you perceive yourself differently i want to know that one um yeah like 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 we touched on before just um like now that i've been faced with the the detail of what the job entails like i know that i can do the job i know that right. i you know like it, there there's there's like i've been there you want right. to give me that again i can I, I would say yes like a much fa- much faster than when i was proposed that he asked me and i was like can i think about it for like a, a couple of days and he was like, i need an answer in like you know in 48 hours and i was like okay so you know 30 hours right. of like thinking uh, trying to wipe away my doubts you know what i mean right so like uh yeah in, in terms of in terms of uh, that perception of myself is just like right uh a knowing of my true capability right and to be that able to sense. then surpass myself each time you know do do you feel that do you, do you feel like this is just the beginning uh, it is uh, you're a young man this is obviously the beginning for you but do you do you feel like this is the beginning of something great for you and not that it hasn't been, but even bigger right, than this. Right, right. I, I understand. Uh, I, I, I do. I do feel that in in a way that that um, doesn't entail like a bigger film and a bigger budget each time. Right, right. But uh, in terms of knowing knowing my own capabilities uh, and being able to 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 lend my gifts in whatever capacity is necessary for that project that I end up on or are called to be on. Um, 
because sometimes I'm not going to be the, the, the head choreographer, but I will be in right. the think tank and I will have, uh, I will have opportunities to, to, uh, uh, positively incept choreo or, you know what I mean? Like positively, uh, uh, are you talking about choreo? Or... Are you talking about choreo Pumse? I'm talking about choreography. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. That's, that's the, short, the shorthand for it is, yeah, the choreo. The choreo. Is, um, yeah, I got you. I got you. I understand. Right, right. Yes. <laughs> and so I won't be the, like, the guy who is, you know, the yes and no man at the end of the table, but I'll be one of, you know, I'll be dining at the table and I'll be able to say, hey, you know, yeah. pass the salt. <laughs> right. And so, instead of following the rules, you'll be making them. Yeah, and so I, I don't believe that I'm I'm gonna necessarily go on to to always a bigger film and then a bigger film and a bigger film, but like I I, I do feel like uh, the I'm on a I'm on a wave here now to to, right. to keep choreographing and and to lend my abilities uh, maybe even uh, as just um, not just but as a person that choreographs. And my name might not be on it, you know what I mean? I, I think a right. ghostwriter for the president, you know, like I, sure. I, I might just be there to, to be um, a brain that can help the machine work uh, more smoothly, you know? Right. It, it takes a special personality to be able to step back from their own hubris and lend themselves to other people, even though their face is not going to be, or their name is not going to be on the screen. That's very true. I, 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 I pride myself in, 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 in taking a stance of, of service in a, in a very self-centered industry. And, uh, right. and, um, yeah, I, I feel that, um, lending my gifts and I mean, stunts, stunts and, you know, the, the, the behind the camera stuff is a, is a thankless, uh, industry and uh, it is. just jobs yeah. in general and um you gotta really look to your peers to to you know to get a pat in the back sometimes and right and, you know your loved ones to be like you're you're doing a really good job and um because you know the guy with the face with the perfect bone structure is gonna you know take all the credit right and, uh, the chris hemsworth and, are gonna get the, uh, get the credit and then his body double or, or, or you know, the, the guy who choreographed all his fights are, are really not. Uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of times, like a lot of those uh, actors are um, really gracious and they right. highlight their team, you know, like my, my double, my, uh, these, these, this action team, this choreographer, this coordinator, uh, or even, you know, this director like made me sure. look like, phenomenal and i, I you know what i'll be that. honest I, I probably should not have mentioned chris hemsworth because i think he's the last person who would do something like that which by the way <laughs> now yeah, that i think about it but i get what you're saying yes okay and uh it's uh yeah it's 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 finding finding the the, the truth in you to be, to be comfortable with that, you know, like sure. if you're not, if you're not comfortable with that, if that, if that doesn't feed you like soul food, then, right. then, uh, maybe you should try to be an actor, you know, like that's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know? <laughs> like, like, uh, that's a amazing art form too. And, and, right. and train at that craft and you will get all the, the flashing lights, you know? Right. 
Well, you, 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 you've gone into acting, you've done stunts, you, you're obviously working on, on stunt choreography, and you're only going to get higher and higher and higher. Is there, is there an, a goal that you're kind of setting your mind on, like directing or producing or making your own films, producing and directing? Um, yeah, I've, I've started to write my own projects recently and not with any like true desire to like create them, but just kind of as an art to, 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 to write, you know, poetry or even long form. And then I'll sure. have a script, but, uh, yeah, my, 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 my goals, uh, are, I really like where I am actually. And, and I, I like to be, That's good to hear. uh, I like to be in a, in a think tank environment. I, I, I hmm. know that I thrive in, in, um, ideas and, um, like a flow of, of discipline and surrender and, uh, and being, you know, like always learning to bring something new to the table. And it, 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 it uh, it like opens my appetite to, to keep learning things. Cause like, I want to use this on the next project. They're like, Oh, that's really cool. What if I made it like, you know, kind of play with it on my own. And then like, what I have this thing that, okay, maybe that could be good. And then, uh, but I just like the whole inner working of it. And I don't need to be on, on camera per se anymore. I, I really right. enjoyed the, the, um, the storytelling that actually goes on beneath the story that you see, you know, and, right. uh, yeah, that, and also, uh, I, I do, I want to expand my, my gifts into helping more people just in the, in the world, like through, mm-hmm. phys- through physicality and movement or, um, you know, and connecting that with their own, uh, introspective, whatever you need it to, to how it means to serve you as a release nice. or anything, you know? And I think that that's, that's something that I was saying before, which is like, you can't really escape teaching, in martial arts no, because you cannot because that is really one of the gifts that you know you need to, the, the gift of of the knowledge that you've attained through life like that doesn't get passed down unless you do the teaching you know like that doesn't right those those combinations of moves when you do like a kata or, or a form sure that's that's ancient knowledge that's that's like yeah doing that's like doing a spell yeah and like incantations like that's like that's right there's a thousand years old there, two thousand years old yeah like that's like holding a sword that has like you know <laughs> defended a kingdom that is right that is like wielding uh like an ancient like out west pistol you know like that's well, it's incredible it, it, the whole magistry is incredible. And when I talk to martial artists who start off their career as martial artists and go on into this field, they often have a different sense of coordination or social agility, as, as to phrase mm-hmm. yourself. You know, they just yeah. they don't seem to ha- that, that they don't have seem to have that ability to angle out of certain conversations and are kind of, you know, what I'm saying. So I see martial mm-hmm. artists as helping a lot of people get into this industry and help them survive it as well. Martial arts is is everything. I, I mean, in, in the way, in, in the lens that I look at the world, like I'm yep. constantly training something, whether it be like, oh, I, I just wipe down the counter and I'm going to like uh, 
I got to put away all these things back in the fridge. Like what is like the most efficient way of like going to the trash can, but also holding the things in my hand. Right. You know, like (laughs) we're such weirdos. Everything is training for, for, you know, the life. And, and, uh, I know I think martial arts is so amazing because through, uh, like, I mean, a lot of martial arts is of the old world and, you know, through bitterness and like, you know, physical, um, pushing of the limitations, which, you know, can be like some, a form of suffering can, can sure. bring you to a, a for, another level of enlightenment, you know, and that, and that can, and whatever, what is enlightenment, right? But, but, but yeah, like to, to, to bring that into your normal day-to-day life and, and uh, you know, like, like the cold showers that people are, are doing now in the Wim Hof and the, that, that's like martial arts. That's, that's um, training yourself to be comfortable in an uncomfortable situation, which then allows you to operate in the world more casually, you know? Mm. Absolutely. Now, we're, we're, we're hitting the, the, the end of our show pretty fast. Okay. But, but I'm gonna, but now let's, let's go on to a different subject now. But we need to end soon. But let me ask you a couple of questions here before we go, because I, I don't want to go just yet. What is, what, is, what is your next project that you're working on right now? And can you talk about that? Um, I, I can't, I cannot talk about that. But, that is but awesome. I, <laughs> but I can, but I can say that it, I will be uh, still operating in the, in the capacity of, um, you know, the think tank, uh, right. aspect of it, the, the, uh, the choreography and the, um, the building of, of the action and, and teaching actors and all that. And yeah, nice. it will be amazing. <laughs> nice. It, it, is it coming from one of those studios that have uh, that won one of the biggest uh, movies of the year? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I, I, we don't know. It'll be a TV show. This will, this will be a TV show. Actually, the next, my, my very don't... next TV show. So yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Like you know, I, I when I watched Joker, I didn't I didn't know it was going to end up you know where it is now. So I really don't right. ever really know. You know. Did Did you enjoy the Joker? I love the Joker. I, well, I, you know what? I'm a, we're about to talk about our favorite movies. Let's, let's hold that. Let's hold that subject down. One second. Okay, okay, okay. Now, now I want to. I want to do. A, I want to do a shout out to, to your friend who does those paintings on the on Instagram on your on your page. Really? What? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Please shout her out. Please, please give her a shout out. Who is she? And why are those? Why do those paintings exist? Not on my wall. Oh my God! Okay. Um, wow. This is this is awesome. Yeah, they are that, that wonderful. Emma, they are wonderful. That is Emma Benitez. Emma Benitez. E M M A B E N I T E Z. Emma Benitez. Does she have an Instagram is, that we can follow? Uh, yes, and it's just great. It's just that. Um, nice. Yeah. So, do you and, like the paint? So, so what's up with the paintings? Where, why do they exist? Where do they come from? What's going on with those? Um, yeah, so I can I can talk about that. Um, that's. Uh, <laughs> That is a. It's called sacred geometry, which is mm. uh, a. Whoo! This is this is a good one. Just just yeah. to, like throw on me right now. How, okay, how am I going to explain this? Okay. <laughs> that poor it's, girl. Uh, like, please don't speak for me. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, they're they're shapes uh, that really represent the 
the building block of all things that are go beyond matter. It's uh, it's right. It's it seems like very the, Buddhist. The, the way that a, the way that a cell divides and multiplies is hmm. is how all of whatever why it's the it's the building block of and reason behind visually why we are all the same thing. Right. Right. So those are all just different permutations of of the fruit of life, the seed of life. You can look like you can look up these terms. Um, you can see that on a lot of uh, different like album covers. Sure, fruit, absolutely. Seed of life, tree of life, and uh, they're they're platonic solids that are all in there. Tetrahedron, the octahedron, hex, like all the, the hexagons and all those shapes all represent something inside your your auric or chakral field. Sure. So like mm-hmm. the colors do like the, all the colors represent um, a chakra. So they, right. they speak to that specific chakra. And if you sure. if you guys want to look up the seven chakras, I mean it, it'll easily have like you have the seven chakras. What, you you have meridians. And, yeah, there's a yeah. lot of things going on there. Yeah. So it's it although they're beautiful, they're they're not just a bunch of shapes that are like put together to look like you know fractalized right. like like a psychedelic things. The psychedelic aspect of it is is just the the removal of the veil to understand like that there is actually a fabric between you know you and the table or you and the wall right. and there's there's uh there's a, a light spectrum and a sound spectrum that we're not even privy to because of the limitations of our sensory organs and sure. this these paintings awaken that inner knowing to remember that that is the truth behind what is uh, beneath the, or beneath or above and surrounding all of all of what we believe is reality. Right. So that is the, what the, those uh, paintings are, Emma. I tell you, the I colors are. Form. I went long yeah. form, Emma, but yeah. <laughs> no, the co- the colors are beautiful. The shapes are wonderful. I, I it, it it like puts me at ease when I watch her painting those paintings. I don't know why, and wow. I can't wait to see them finished. So if you can just let her yeah. know that that we're huge fans of hers, and and we we can't wait to have her on the maybe on the radio show or 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 just buy one of those paintings because I'd love to have one of those on my wall. Yeah, you should totally have her on the show. She would have so much good knowledge to share about uh, all that stuff that I just spoke about and and much more and uh, wonderful like the, the consciousness of like the planet right now and, and how the paintings really speak to the healing of, of like everybody that sounds like a wonderful conversation now let, let's let's get back let's get back to you thank you so much for talking sure. about her because I, I really really wanted to talk to you about that so we all have favorite TV shows. What is, what is your favorite TV show right now? Wow. Uh, I don't watch <laughs> that much television, actually. Yeah. I don't watch that much television, and I don't watch Series. that many films. Um, that, hmm. I mean, I do watch. I watch a lot of films, but, like, I, right. I, currently, I'm, I'm stepping away from, from that media to refresh my own uh, hmm. Outlook on on uh, filmmaking and art in general. Just, I have right. like, so many. Fil- I have a huge DVD collection. That I mean, DVDs 
And one, I know I just used to love. I love I love ones. DVDs. Yeah. I, co- I collect them. You don't need to justify yourself. Okay, okay, okay. I, I know you understand. You have a you have a radio show called Cinephile, yeah. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so you know, I, I used to watch those films over and over and over, and, and they, to and almost just like in the background too, I put them on sometimes on mute just as a mood thing. Cause I know sure. how that mood feels. And um, but but now like uh, I, I I really like um, I'm really into reading and trying to create yeah. images in my own mind from. Oh please from the words. please tell me what your favorite book is right now then. Oh, uh, well, I just finished uh, this Krishnamurti book called Freedom from the Known. Yeah, Freedom uh, from the Known. Freedom from the Known. We all know we all, Bruce Lee's boy, Krishnamurti. Yeah, yeah that's and, a great book. Uh, I'm on another one right now called uh, On Love and Loneliness, also Krishnamurti. Um, and then I, read that. I, was, I was doing, uh, I mean, I, I, I keep going back to this book called Gene Keys. Uh, hmm. uh, Emma hears this. Uh, I'll be, I'm definitely gonna like have to like link her to this, but yeah. <laughs> this is these are these are not like fiction or whatever, you know. You know, Krishnamurti. So these are like all sure. like spiritual based, um, right? Self self uh, furthering type uh, 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 readings, and uh, the Gene Keys is just um, it's. Uh, almost like an uh like a dictionary for all of the genes and like the alleles of each gene and they, they kind of like uh with you can there's a calculator online you punch in your your, your birthday and all the like, time and stuff and then you can go back to this book that you get that then tells you why you are the way you are so that you can then choose to be however you wish to be and not flock into this certain traits and alleles that like right dictate who you are you know and it sounds a little like you know astrological because it is and uh and uh yeah so i've been doing a lot of that reading recently well let me ask you a question uh, what what inspired you to cleanse your palate i mean you obviously are cleansing your palate and and and, and refreshing your your mindscape and 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 that kind of what, what what inspired you to do that um i think just my my trials with with love in life and right with love in terms of like uh my 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 partners and and my love for the art of of filmmaking and right and um i think i i that i was looking at it approaching it you know all all types of love from 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 one angle for so long that i had I I collapsed in in my own in my own uh, uh, understanding of it, and uh, mm. in, uh, in 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 love I I I found myself um, complacent, and mm. uh, in in film I found myself uh, yeah, I mean really maybe that mirrored it I was you know reusing moves that I had used before and maybe didn't get to use on different shows and had them had them in the library for so long and kept trying to use the same thing and it never worked and they never no one ever wanted it but you know there's the next idea next idea but like a lot of like uh oh let's use this camera trick because that works on this show and you know hmm. um so just to to step away for a second and be like okay hold on like yeah all that stuff does work you know that all is true uh you know but i don't want to i don't want to be complacent in my in my uh, strive, strive for uh, betterment, 
uh, in, right. in my art and in, in love. You know, I don't care if I bring this back, but it, it, it does sound like martial art training. It, it, it does sound like discipline training. Yes, 100%. And, and, yeah. and, and martial arts martial arts and my love life are yeah. completely intertwined in, in, in right. the way I see it. And, yeah, um, I agree with you. And uh, yeah, I just I mean, it's really if I'm to to you know have this platform to speak on on this right now is is uh, the the omniscience to be out of yourself to be able to see how you're behaving and how how you're interacting with the world and right. people and treating people and and treating yourself and to be to look at yourself as, as if uh, you know like you are your own. Right. Dad, yeah. or your own God, or your own—you know, whatever it is—that that enemy, that yeah, you, friend that you that you worship or or hate, yeah, like you to, to to embody that outer outer view, a different vantage point of yourself to then proceed from the knowledge of what you see. Like, oh my God, I I I go out and party and never come back to feed my dog and have him hold his pee all night, like. That's not cool, you know. That's a right. random example. I don't even have a dog, but like, right. but like you know, to be to, to look outside yourself and to be like, oh my god, I I need to be better. Right. You know that introspection that you have, that ability to look within yourself, is is really a rare trait. There's not a lot of people that want to blame themselves, as we know. If if anybody's ever studied Buddhism. In my crowd out here, if you studied Buddhism, please give me a call at 515-602-9609. But if, you, if people who study Buddhism, they know that when things go wrong, it's usually your fault. And to right. look deep within yourself and to, and to, and to figure out what, what should I do differently next time? Now, even in a marriage where it's 50-50, they still say, take it on and wonder what you did wrong. Don't, don't worry about what the other person right. did wrong. What did you do wrong? Right. Is that, is that kind really. of where you're coming from? Um, yeah. And, and, and I don't want to like negate what you just said, because it might sound like it. Cause I, and I totally uh, I uh, hear, hear what you're saying, but, but to not even, to not even look at it from a negative or positive, just a, sure. a, a, a neutral land of, of acceptance and, mm. and, and knowing that you, you can step into a higher version of yourself. You know, is that your goal that, that to be the best, the best version of yourself? Absolutely, absolutely. Hmm. Uh, always trying to, and like, yeah, you, and that can also be an addiction. You know, I'll and, tell you, you also, I just don't, I just don't think a lot of people do that. You know, right, I, I don't right, think right. a lot of people want to be the best version of themselves. And I don't mean to be negative, but it, it's right. a nice thing when I hear somebody so positive about change and desire to change. The only constant universe is change. So when I hear right. how you want to change, that is inc- that that blows my mind. As this is the reason why this person is so successful, they have the ability to adjust to change. Yes, and and uh, however painful that may be, it's like it's like constantly phoenixing. You know what I mean? Like you're you just burn away, and then there's pain temporarily and, and i think people are and but you are reborn but people are, are afraid of of that pain so they fall upon their survival tactics and, and we're not trying to survive here we're trying we're trying to live so i i feel like uh the 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 the, the allegory of the phoenix if you could if you could take that into your day-to-day life and 
and uh, and somehow, you know, fall in love with your your many deaths you'll have to to endure to become better and 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 more understanding and more compassionate and more loving. That is, I think, some some of the harder harder uh, parts of life to 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 walk through. Yeah, let me ask you a question. Depression is a, a hard thing to handle in Hollywood, and a lot of people are, are going through depression even though they don't want to admit it. A lot of people are going through a lot of hard times in Hollywood. They don't want to admit it. You yourself, do you admit that to yourself when you're going through those hard times, that depression? Do you admit it to yourself and, and do things to coincide with it or to like block it off? Yeah, um, I, I – I, I sit with my pain a lot. I, okay. I, 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 I tend to find that my escape is, is movement okay. and uh, I can, I, I can fall into my escape very easily hmm. because that's where I flow. That's where I can be in a flow zone state and, and, and be completely uh, focused on, on, on myself and on right. and, um, movement and stuff. But, uh, but in terms of, of depression, I, uh, I mean, in, or however we want to land in what part of right. the spectrum. However way you want to phrase of, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the sadness of, of uh, stagnancy, mm-hmm. I guess we could say. Right. There you uh, go. Yeah. Uh, I, I, A, I, I acknowledge it, and I'm, I'm still working on, you know, befriending, befriending feelings that are not comfortable. Right. And and to and to those are those are those are fragments of yourself that that never that were never loved, you know, correctly as right. a child or in or ever. And so you can reparent yourself through through uh, acknowledging your your uncomfortable feelings and to sit with them and give them give them time to to voice their thoughts. You know, I hear you, right. uh, but no, that's not my inner truth. Actually, you know, we're gonna we're gonna go and take this karate class because I want right. to feel good, you know, and, and uh, or I'm going to, I'm going to go and, you know, roll on the mat, jitsu or whatever. Right. Maybe to get yourself right. out of that. And to also the other side of that is to not, is to maybe, maybe your tool is to, in your, in your, in your Batman utility belt is to, is to not give that attention because you don't, the more attention you give something mm-hmm. is the more strength that you're giving that. And the more important it feels, so, right? Right, right, and so maybe you need to block that out for a bit just to go get into your flow state to then have a have a perspective of yourself that is more of your truth. So it's whatever tools you have in in, in where you are in the school of life to to uh, to um, combat these these feelings, and I don't even want to use combat, but to, but to, right. to 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 deal with them, you know, healthily and not like always put it away uh, in a box. Because then, right. you know, one day the that that lock's gonna rust and come out, and those 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 skeletons are won't be friendly, you know. No, no, they won't be. But it seems like you've handled things quite well, and the way we've discussed uh, a lot of your life has been very clear, very mathematically clear. And for anybody on, uh, listening out there, and we have a huge crowd listening right now, they just love you. It's very obvious that these are all things that we can all do. To be happy people, 
taking a break from movies mm-hmm. once in a while, you know, keeping a pause, even speaking more positively, which is, which I find find that you're doing right now. You're you're trying to find different ways to speak more positive instead of bringing negative yeah. words into a conversation. I can see how you're working extremely hard to become that positive Thank person. You. So so it makes a lot of sense of what we're talking about Bike Club. So now it makes a lot of sense of what you're trying to say. Let me ask you: Thank Are you? you. Are, Thank are, you, you for are, Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're, I've always thought you were a great guy. Uh, do you, are your parents proud of you? Have your parents talked to you lately about like, what you're doing? Or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like you should still play that piano. <laughs> what a great question for Chinese New Year. Um, my, parents, <laughs> I, my parents don't express themselves in the way that I do. So no. it's a bit harder for me a bit harder for me to get a direct uh, <laughs> I'm proud of you out of them, you know? <laughs> um, no, but, I would uh, find that hard. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> well, believe it, Steve. Um, <laughs> um, no, yeah, like when, I, when I'm with them, I energetically, I feel, the, I feel the pride of like, oh, you went right. against what I said and you still made your way. Like I feel right. that, that pride from them, you know? That's nice. Um, but, but yeah, um, as, I mean, if I can speak to the Asian people out there, uh, they, they might, they might identify with, uh, <laughs> the not getting, it so I love you. Or I'm proud of you. You know, you might not, you might not get that. You, you might, might that, not, but, but, but you will get asked if you're hungry. So that's all. Good. That's, gonna be, that's, that's their way, you know? You you will you will be called too thin, and that you should be eating more, and that yeah, I have food right yeah. here for you. <laughs> Are you? Uh, yeah, like you look so thin. It's like yeah, I'm like trying to be thin. I'm healthy right now. Like, I heard this from healthy. my family. My dad like you look so thin. You, I'm healthy. I'm working out. <laughs> I'm like working out. Like this is like where I want to be. This is like how I'm like wanting to live. How, do, how do you want me to look like? This? <laughs> I'm afraid of what they want me to look like. What do you want me to look like? <laughs> yeah, so, old, but that's funny because like the old, the old world, you know, like even in the paintings, all like a lot of the the goddesses and the women are like a little bit like little, little sure. And that, that was, yeah, that was like a, a sign of like uh, of wealth and, and yeah, yeah, having a good family. Even in Chinese paintings, when you look back at the Asian paintings, you'll see the women also who are voluptuous. Actually, it, right. you know, it, this is not a bad word, but when you look at when they have breasts. It was often a sign that these people can afford milk, they can afford cheese, they right. can afford a, a lot of different things and, that nobody and, else and, can afford. And all, the, and all the generals, all the generals were like thick dudes. They're all like well yeah. fed yeah. and like eating right. like, like beef and stuff that are like you couldn't really get if you're like farming all the time and you know. Yeah, outside. if you're a beef farmer, you're you're not going to look that thick. Right, right. You're not going to be eating your your own beef, you know. Right. <laughs> So there's a guy out there right now. This is my last question for you because I've had yeah. you on for I've had you on forever, and I can talk to you for literally another hour and a half. But yeah, I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry for keeping you so long. I apologize. No, I, I, no, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Okay. But but there there's a guy right now, a, a little boy in San Jose. He 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 just listened to this interview, and he's thinking to himself, I want to be just like this guy. I want to be wow. just like him with his positivity, with his attitude, the way he gets along with people, uh, his style, the way he the way he works in the field that he's in, the likability that he has. What advice do you have for that child? Uh, 
I would say to that kid to not change anything that you're already doing to try to fit into a template that you may have formulated in your mind from hearing this conversation. I would say that um, to just Jeet Kune Do life, to just take what is working for you and keep that. And then along the way, as you find different nuggets of, of uh, tools to fit in your belt, uh, and you might find things that don't work for you, and you don't need that. You can, you can, uh, you can Jeet Kune Do life. You don't, it doesn't mm. that have to be martial arts, you know? You don't have to right. start martial arts. Oh, maybe I'll do stunts now. No, no but maybe, maybe, you're, maybe you're a really good singer, or maybe you're a really good, like, whatever. Uh, let's go farther away. Let's go into, like, uh, HTML or like, or, like, coding. Okay, sure. Maybe, code, maybe coding is your kung fu. You know what I mean? Right. When you're when you put the headphones on and start go into the zone, like mm. that's your that's your flow state. You know. So you're you're saying right. find your zone, find your place. Yes, and 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 the balance between your discipline and your surrender is your flow state. Now I know what you yeah. mean, but please ex- please explain that to the yeah. to the audience. That that phrase right there is a very old martial art term. If you don't mind explaining that to the audience, I'd really appreciate that. Well, my understanding of it in in, in my own uh, you know level of the school of life is that I I've trained something my whole life, whether it be you know and that, that can be multiple things. That can you know you can be good at multiple things. You can be good at sure. piano and martial arts sure. and camera work, photography, um, HTML and HTML, you know, but all of those things all, you know, touch at the root of, of being a craft that you need to um, give yourself to, you know, and, and really uh, listen to the, the love that you have intuitively for these crafts and why you're, why you're doing those things, you know, why, or right. I actually listened to a thing recently, it was to replace why with what. And so what is it inside hmm. of you that, that um, is being fed by these, these arts? Um, right. and, and, and the word art also holds uh, a meaning. And, and I want to say that art can be anything as well. It can be right. uh, wood crafting, you know, can be calligraphy, can be uh, walking a dog, can be, um, you know, raising a child. Um, Art is in the eye of the beholder. Exactly. And uh, then your surrender is then life coming at you um, while you're waiting for the set. You know, you're you're gonna have to go surf that wave, and sometimes you're not gonna you're not gonna get to ride it back to shore. You know, sometimes you're gonna like go under and cover your head and where's my board and oh my like leash came off and all that you know and 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 surrendering with your discipline in 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 the wilderness of finding work to survive and also 
uh, the, the balance of not sacrificing your, your love uh, for, for uh, money or right. prestige right. or you know, that, that, that fine, delicate balance where you're going to, where you can accept losing some to win some or to, to win some to then lose some, but the loss is maybe more important than the win because the loss allows you to, to see to yourself grow. more clearly. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's actually the win. Right. The right. Peace has cost you your, uh, was it a uh, victory <laughs> has defeated you? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, victory has, it, it, has exactly. Right from Bane. Yeah, exactly. Victory has defeated you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like you get, you can get soft from winning and winning and winning, you know. So, Absolutely. So Absolutely. Uh, the, the the L is actually the win in some cases, and and to, yeah, and to always have the San Jose kid, to always have that 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 third eye uh, perspective of of yourself and of what's going on around you. Right. Um, like that, I feel like could be a more, uh, an encompassing advice nugget i mean I sure could, I no could, that's I great could, i could give i could give i could give old no no old alvin like uh you know <laughs> like a like a three-day seminar on how to be better but, <laughs> but uh no i think alvin i think the young alvin loved that advice <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm getting a, a lot of women writing in, in in my room right now asking you questions. I'm sorry, you guys, are, you're 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 a, t- a tad bit late. And by the way, the one person who asked me if if I thought if if we think that his good looks had something to do with his success, my answer is going to be yes. <laughs> so I'm not going to ask him that question. <laughs> I already know the answer is yes. Next episode. Next episode. We'll, we'll we'll go into vanity in the next episode. <laughs> we'll go we'll go into pure hubris the next time we talk yeah, to each yeah. other. <laughs> pure <laughs> ego. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask, let me ask you. Okay, is it, before we go, how how can how can my audience get in touch with you? How can we see more of your work? Keep in touch with, with what you're doing and follow along with you because we all love you. So how can we do that? Thank you. Um, I'm I'm I have a I have an Instagram life that is pretty prominent that I, I need, I can, uh, I can do better about, but yeah, Instagram is a great way to find me. Uh, just my, my first and last name with an underscore in between A-L-V-I-N underscore H-S-I-N-G. Not too present on Facebook anymore, but, um, yeah, that's the new MySpace. Yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Right. Well, Elvin, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much for joining us today. Is there anything else you want to leave the audience with? Um, Emma Benitez, uh, E M M A B N I T E Z is her Instagram handle. Buy her um, paintings; they are wonderful. She can also she also does um, personal. Uh, what do you call them? Sit down, like diagnosis of like what you are looking for and what you might need help with, which chakra might be blocked the most, and. Oh, nice. Prescribe you, prescribe you a personal painting, uh, you know, commission and blah, that'll blah, 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 That'll give you energy, that'll help you along with that road? What, yes, what, uh, in, in wherever you are in your journey, like th- that painting at that time can, can help you in whatever way you, you in, in the, in the uh, session you guys discussed. So 
she has personally personal prescribed painting as well as you can um, DM her to get to buy prints and um, and other originals. But the, what I want to leave on is, <laughs> is uh, yeah, I had to throw that out there. I feel like she's she's making the world I know, a better I, place. Thank you, thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. That's what I wanted in the end. But you were gonna say something else. Yeah, and I, I mean, I want to make the world a better place too. So uh, uh, I you I are making the world with, a better place. <laughs> I would leave with um, just Jeet Kune Do life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, uh, can you? I mean, can you? Can you be like water? Uh, yeah, but uh, what's the, what's the other one? Uh, adopt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To you yeah. and discard what is not. That's right. That 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 has a lot to do with uh, an incredible part of life, of. Hold on to what you need to and get rid of what you don't. It does not serve you. It doesn't need to, to linger in your your life circle. And no. like all nature, like the path of least resistance is usually the most efficient and and um, you know what's funny, it, you know, Alvin. That that phrase, uh, "path of least resistance," changed my life as a kid because I, I have wow. never I, I never heard that before. But when I heard the path of least resistance. I'm like, what does that mean? And then when I got it, I'm like, oh my God, I've been resisting this entire time. Wow. I'd love to yeah. hear more about that. that story we'll talk about detail. We'll talk about it next time, my friend. <laughs> we'll talk about it next time, my yeah. friend. But we're so happy to have had you on. Bless you, and, and happy, happy Lunar New Year's. Uh, I'm very sad that we can't go out and celebrate or go have a nice Chinese dinner tonight because uh, – of yeah. all the, the kind of fear that's going around right now, but uh, happy Chinese New Year! I, I hope you're having a great year. Happy it's New a, year. Happy yeah, so you're you're the rat, and it's going to be a great year, man. Great year, already been a great year. Thank you, Alvin. All right, everybody, let's go ahead Thank and uh, clap clap him out of here. Where, where's my audience? There they are. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They, they were just so dumbfounded at first. But so I know amazed. they they, they just, wanted they to hear you. What, a, what an was, yeah. <laughs> They wanted to talk to you longer. They're like, we're getting rid of this guy now. We want to get rid of you, not him. <laughs> Alvin, thank you so much for being here. Bless you so much. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, my All right, guys, that was Alvin Singh on there right there. We, we, that was such a wonderful interview. And this is the end of our day. Happy Lunar New Year's, everybody. Now, I want you to go back and listen to this interview again, if you can. If you listen to Alvin the entire time, you'll notice that he was talking incredibly positively the entire time. Every time he talked, every time he spoke of a new issue, he always used the kinder, lighter self of himself. It's something we all need to do once in a while, right? We need to think about other people before we talk. Words are incredibly powerful. When you're listening to the radio show right now, you can tell how words are incredibly powerful. Alvin Singh has shown himself as being an excellent writer. At least a great dialogue coach because he's worked on himself a great deal. Can you imagine somebody who's so introspective that they work on, uh, on themselves so much? And you wonder, maybe you don't, of why he's so successful. And why people want to spend 16 hours with him on a set, maybe 20 hours with him on a set. Kindness a lack of hubris, a real desire for growth, a kindness, 
a desire for other people not to suffer. That's what I heard from Alvin today. I don't know what you heard. I would love to hear what you have to say. But I only heard kindness and graciousness. Thank you all for joining today at Cinema Files Radio. I'm your host, Steve Pisa. Have a great Lunar New Year's, as we sometimes say, Chinese New Year's. Stay safe. God bless. <laughs>